This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. If you're just tuning in and you're used to hearing Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy in the huddle, we're giving those guys a day off. Vinny's got to travel to Cincinnati. His show tomorrow from 4 to 6 p.m. will be live from Cincinnati in the cold. But Vinny will hold it down, do what he's got to do. I'm staying back. I was going to make the trip to Cincinnati, but we got some other things in the work here on Raider Nation Radio 920 in and around town, including Q's kickoff live from Allegiant Stadium. Not just kidding. It's usually live from Allegiant Stadium. (laughs) I'm messing my own self up. I'm going to stand there and win the Allegiant Stadium. No, it's usually at Allegiant Stadium. It is going to be at the M Resort. Saturday morning, starting at 10 o'clock. We've, we've had so many different moving parts. At first, it was going to start at 1030. Now it's going to start at 10. We just want to blow this thing up. So we're going to have the pregame pregame show start at 10 a.m. It's going to go to 1130. I'll pass the sticks on to JT the Brick and Eric Allen. We'll also have at least Bruce Gradkowski as part of the show. Uh, myself and JT will both have him. Uh, we're expecting other Raider alumni to be part of it. We're also asking Raider Nation to come out and be a part of it. DeMond's going to be a part of it. So if DeMond's there, you definitely got to be there. I mean, that's just, that's half, that's worth the price of admission, even though it's I'm free. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I'm always, hey, man, look, I've, I've been trying to tell you, man, you don't understand the, the method to my madness. I've been trying to, to get you to take over some more of the reins. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put more. More on you each and every week so you can, you know, you can be that guy that you strive to be. I see a lot of great potential in you. Again, I'm putting my music director skills on. Just like the song that we heard, the Raider Anthem. I, 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 I heard a hit. When I hear a hit, I'm going to play it. I see a hit in front of me. I see a flipping. I see a young man with potential. My old boss back at Q97, Tommy Del Rio, said, Q, if you want to be good on the radio, just tell me you want to be good. You got a good personality. I can mold you into a good radio guy. And that was for music. I said, all right, let's do it. Turned out really well. Had a guy in Texas, David Smoke, said, Q, I see the potential that you have. Just work with me. Let me, let me, let me help you develop. I said, all right, let's do it. Worked out pretty well. Just saying. So I see it in you. I'm paying it forward. I see it in you. I see the opportunity. I'm not gassing you up either. I would never gas you up. If you stunk, I'd be like, no, nah, you're just terrible. Ah, you know, well, I'll take it either way. It's, it's almost like those wings you're eating, all right? Now, you got some bad takes when it comes to places that you oh, choose I'm to glad eat. You, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, go all on. All day, go Raider on. 8 texted in. Thank you for the support, my guy. I'm done. Y'all got me dying. Who knew Taco Bell had some Christian chicken? <laughs> take that, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Damon needs to be a spokesperson for Taco Bell. That's fine. That's fine. Taco Bell, if you're listening. Well, if they're listening, they're probably not too happy. Because I've been slandering them talking about We can about scratch them. everything you said from the record. Most time you do anyway. Be like Taco Bell. We ain't said nothing but good things about you. Q loves I mean, Taco Bell. We no, go, we I don't go. have a problem with them. Listen, I just, that wouldn't be my go-to to get wings. If we get Taco Bell to be a sponsor, you got to eat a taco live on there. That, I don't, again, I'll eat a taco live. No, we got to get you to eat the wings then. I don't want wings from Taco Bell. How much would it take if Taco Bell was just like a sponsor? If, if they were a sponsor, I'd throw them a bone. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do and you'd it. clean the bone, right? Well, I'm not, I ain't going to leave no meat on the bone. There ain't no reason for that. If I'm going to eat, I might as well eat it all. Exactly. But it's not going to be my first option. 
It's just not. I don't know, Q. I do know. I'm sounds telling like, you. Sounds like you acting like you're too good for Taco Bell. No, I'm just, I know what they specialize in and what they don't. It's like, nobody's good. The review journal is not going to come to me and be like, Q, can you write us a piece? No, we I'm not a writer. You also got tweet about how Del Taco's got hamburgers. That's also. fine. That's fine. But I'm saying, nobody's going to come to me and be like, Q, can you, can you pen this piece for the, for the website? No, they're going to be like, Q, can you be a guest on our podcast? Because what you do well is talk. You don't write well. All right, Q, you know what? Like I think I said it to you in the break. You just got to live moss. <laughs> I think someone at, at, at Taco Bell must have gave you and Kayla a free, a free dinner date one night. They must have hooked you up. You thought I wasn't going to bring Kayla back up. You huh? know what? That's funny that you say that. I would love a dinner date. If they hooking it up with Kayla? anything you want, she can come to what she wants to. <laughs> we got to get Kayla on the show at some point. No, nah, I don't think we do. I've heard about you anyway. You know what's so funny uh, about that Kayla thing? What? I was supposed to go to the new, a New Year's Eve party with her, and people said, like, we're going to meet Damon, and, and like I did not go. And she was like, yeah, people were asking about you. I was like, dang, people were asking about me? See, look. People wanted to meet me. See? I don't know why you didn't, want. Didn't why show you, up. Why are you ashamed? Why don't you take her out in public with you? You know, you, you, if you're going to hang out with her in private, you you need to hang out, do a, a, a service, and hang out in, in public with her, too. Yeah, boy. That's not nice, Damon. Yeah, That's boy. not very nice. All right, I'll see if she'll stop by at the end on Saturday. I'm just saying. Yeah, boy. I got an extra headset. We can we can put her on. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to do that? Not the media type. That don't matter. It's not, we're not about media. We're friends. This is all family here. We're a family. This ain't about media. This is about family. Family friendship. I'm Mail- just going to let this sit there. <laughs> Mailman Raider Max said, Q, what happened? You usually killing D. <laughs> no, I, 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 I kill him up. I kill him to bring him back up. You know what I mean? If you know how it is when a coach is hard on you, it's only because he thinks he has but sees potential in you. That's what I see in Demond. I, I I coach him up hard because I know that he has potential. I just want him to bring the best out of himself, you know. And some of his decisions aren't always the best. I'm trying to help the young man. Save this episode for my contract negotiations. <laughs> Hell, save it for my contract negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, hell, if I can help bring you along, man, I want to I wanna get a little bit of residuals, too. I still got a Scarface house I want to buy. We're a package deal? Is that what we're saying? I mean, if it, if it, if it helps my bank account, sure. You know, you try to get me, you try to get me wings at a, at a, at a taco spot. How about you give me some ends to put in my bank account? Oh yeah, it starts like this and then you're going to, I'm going to be caught up in a 360 deal. Oh yeah. You're going to be the next TLC. (laughs) It all comes back to Q somehow. Yeah, my middle name is Pebbles. You didn't know that? Got to ask you for money on my bank account. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I'm about to treat you like an R&B group from the (laughs) nineties. Demond, what happened? Q signed a new contract. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. Oh man, who we got up? Who we got up next? Let's go to uh, who's it? Raider Rude, Rude Dog. Is it Raider Rude Dog? Is that who we got up next? Is it Raider Rude Dog? Yes, Raider Rude Dog is the name. I love it, Raider Rude Dog. What's up, my man? Yeah. First of all, I want to say uh, thanks to you and uh, Devon and. Uh, you. Thanks for taking my call. This is my first time calling in. Nice. Other than that, uh, both of you get get me pumped up. Uh, you guys make a great team. Uh, Thank you. Other than that, uh, we need to get off these fourth downs. I've never seen a game like that. We can't be. <laughs> we just can't be playing like that. You know. Right. That, that that game right there was a roller coaster. But other than that, if we could start start off. You know, just secure that ball because I. 
most likely I know they're going to run the ball more on this time because of the weather conditions, but we need to secure that ball mm-hmm. very. And I, I just have a gut feeling that they can use the uh, Marcus Mayota package. They're going to bring him in, and they can use him more on this game. Nah, and not only that, I'm, I think he's going to throw for a pass. Okay. And it's going to be a touchdown. And I see uh, in this game by 10 points. Nice. Let's go Raiders! There he goes. I like that. Raider root dog. You know. That's my guy right there. And, uh, you know, you bring up a good point, man. Uh, those fourth downs, I promise you, and DeMond was in the, in the press box, that he could tell you the same thing. Every single time the Chargers got the fourth and long, everyone in the press box damn near stood up, right? Everyone, especially from Raiders.com, because they're allowed to cheer. We're not. So we're just sitting there watching. I was sitting next to Tina Nguyen uh, from Channel 13. She does a fantastic job. Then we had Chapman. We had Clay. Uh, we had Jesus. I mean, we were all sitting there right there pretty close to each other in the same proximity. And we just looked down, and we saw everyone from Raiders.com standing up with their, their phones out ready to take what a picture was going to be like of the game-winning play. And then also it was like, oh. Damn. <laughs> I remember being in the elevator going down with JT, and it was who caught the pass? Was that Mike Williams that they, they had to reverse it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they, they gave him a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. And then JT is like, they're bringing out the chains. They're going to screw us again. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was one of those tight games, though. It was. It was like, you've got to be kidding me. Fourth and 21, I'm, I'm, I'm already writing the tweet. You know, I'm writing the tweet like, that's a done deal. It's a wrap. Turnover on downs. Chargers didn't get touchdown. Okay. Erase. Delete. That was rough. That and was, then for me, man, when I was like overtime, man, I was ready to. I was re- if I had the hair to pull out, I was ready to pull it out, man. Because all I could think is, man, we can get out of here till midnight. <laughs> well, all I kept thinking is like, man, I, I know that they have a really good record in overtime, which the Raiders do to their credit. They've been able to uh, win every game they go to overtime. But I kept thinking, like, man, you were up 15 at one point. You had fourth and long how many times? And if they lose this game because of that, giving up those fourth downs, and they go into the offseason without the playoffs, man, I'm thinking about the show on Monday. Like, man, the the, the phone lines are going to just blow up the whole show, and it's not going to be positive. I kept thinking about, oh, man. And I was thinking about having to go home and do a podcast afterwards and talk about I, I just – I was thinking, like, oh, just – I'm not ready for this. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for all this. Is there this. a time limit obligation on your podcast? Yeah, yeah. I've had to actually learn how to, how to manage that. It, it's supposed to be 22 to 28 minutes long. And at first I was like, I'd go an hour, I'd go an hour and 15 minutes. You know me, I can never shut up. So I keep going, I keep going. I kept getting emails from the network. They're like, hey, man, you got to cut back your podcast. Hey, man, you got to cut. Finally, I got a call from like the owner and he was like, hey, dude, look. We love the stuff you're doing. We appreciate but- what you're doing, but you cannot continue to keep running stop signs. So I had to, I had to scale it back. I still average about 38 minutes. So I'm still game, about 10 minutes overtime. Just turn on the mics and be like, y'all saw it. <laughs> what you need me to say? <laughs> Have a good one. I'll holler at you tomorrow. Speaking of the hollering, how about Mick in Texas? You're up next. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking the call. So, um, yeah, you guys are talking about that fourth and 21. Man, you know, uh, the boy wonder, he didn't lose the game when he called the timeout. Uh, he lost the game when he didn't go for two at the end of regulation. I mean, we couldn't stop Miss Daisy from driving down the field. And every single Raider fan on Twitter was like, oh, my God, we lost this game. And the kid kicks an extra point. I mean, and then in overtime, we go down there, we kick the field goal to go up three, and he's coming back down. He passes up a fourth and six after this Jim Kelly-like quarterback he has, puts it in the end zone in fourth and 20, but he passes up a fourth and six, kicks the tie-in field goal. I mean, I, I can't believe it, man. Hey, thanks for taking the call, Q. You know, I actually met you 
uh, before the Cincy game, the Saturday night at the Rockstar, we were having uh, quite the lively discussion about our, our quarterback position. Uh, you're a big fan of our quarterback. You know, he, he's been playing very well. And I've been watching the guy close for eight years. He's got big holes in his game. But the big thing is now, the difference in, in, in his game now is he's making the clutch plays when he needs to. And this is valuable experience for the guy. I mean, these, loose, these last two games have been, they've been playoff games. And if yeah. you look at a team like Cincy, and they're, they're all young. I mean, Burrow, they're all, their, all their guys are young. Mixer, they're all young. They, they don't have any playoff experience. Our team's been in the playoffs the last two games. And let's talk about, let's talk about that Cincy game real quick here. I mean, what people don't understand is our defense was playing like heroes in that game. And the big, de- the big difference in our defense this year is obviously they get to the quarterback without having to blitz. That's mm-hmm. a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. And with this kid being sacked 51 times, that's going to be huge in this game coming up. But our defense, they played like freaking heroes in that game in November. Yep. And the, the offense couldn't convert a third down until garbage time. That, that might have been our quarterback's worst game of the season. But that offense could not convert a third down in the entire game outside of overtime. And by the time by the time the fourth quarter rolled around, our defense was gassed. And we knew it. We, we could see it. You know, Another thing is, and they don't remember, we, we, we went down the field real quick with a three-play drive, and Waller is going to be huge in this game. You watch, Q. Waller's going to be huge. They couldn't stop the game. They couldn't stop the guy in that game. But we went down the field real quick in those three plays, and then he ran the kickoff back. Right. And that just blew us out of the game. But I'm telling you, man, it, we are playing with house money. And, and I've been a Raider fan for 50 years, dude. I, I became a Raider fan watching the Immaculate Reception game. I was at AFC Championship games at the LA Coliseum. I've seen Super Bowls. As a kid, I watched Madden beat the Vikings in 76. But I'm more proud of this Raider team right here. And we're, dude, we're playing with house money. And we got to go in there. I'm glad we're playing on Saturday because it gives us one less day to think about it. And, and everybody on Twitter, they're talking about car this, you know, Basaccia this next year. We're on to Cincinnati, man. We, we're on to Cincinnati. Let's take care of business Saturday. We'll go in there. We're not careful. We're carefree, man. We're carefree. And let's just play with house money, and, and we'll just roll the bones, man. We'll just roll the bones. There it goes. Great call, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you. That's Mick in Texas. And, yeah, man, I remember uh, being there and meeting a lot of people at the Rockstar uh, before the Cincinnati game and each and every uh, home game. The only one I missed was happened to be this last one. I had another obligation. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't be in both places at the same time. So it was. It was kind of ironic. I went the whole season and I was there. And then the one I miss is the last game of the season, the last home game of the season. But uh, there's a lot of fun meeting Raider Nation out there. And I'll say this, man. You're right. The defense did a hell of a job that game against Cincinnati, and the offense couldn't get anything going. That's the game again. I've referenced it many times where Derek Carr uh, kind of got irritated with me when I asked him about. How come, you know, it, it, they didn't get aggressive going down the field until late in the fourth quarter when they went three plays, 75 yards, and got a touchdown? Like you said, they couldn't stop Darren Waller, and uh, that's when he went on his, I'm just, I just want to, I just want to win. I'm tired of this crap, and he went on that thing. It really never answered my question, but it was, it was okay. It led to a good soundbite. No disrespect. No disrespect. That's how he, that's how he got it, you know. No disrespect. You can say whatever you want to say, uh, uh, respectfully. Uh, I oh, like, respectfully, no disrespect. Yeah, respectfully. I, I liked how he cleaned that up, but it was cool. Uh, but thank you so much for that call, my man. I do appreciate you. 418 is the time. We'll come back. I got Oklahoma Raider. We'll get to you first and get some, some text messages. We'll do it next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We have dogs out there that's ready to hunt. Uh, they're ready for this game. They're excited for it. And I'm excited to see them hunt. Now, I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Looking in the mirror, do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. 
be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Got a couple minutes before we get into the interview I did earlier this morning on Friday. How cool is that? I did an interview on Friday, even though today's only Thursday. Time traveling, man. I'm telling you. I, I'm actually kind of feeling that. I, I kind of like that. I did an interview on Friday, even though today is only Thursday. Around the world, and now you're back. That's what I'm talking about. S-E-N-Z morning show, Baz and Izzy. I did that show. Big time Raider fans. And that's what's awesome, man. I tweeted out that I was doing that interview, and all of a sudden, folks started chiming in like, hey, we listen in Germany. Hey, we listen here. Hey, we listen there. It's like, man. Raider Nation, we talk about being worldwide all the time. Raider Nation really is worldwide. And me doing an interview on the Raiders in New Zealand is a perfect example of that. So you hear that coming up in a matter of minutes. Uh, we've been taking your calls and texts, 69187, keyword R&R. That's a Salmon Ash text line. Vegas Pete chimed in and said, the finality of the end of the season is like a cold shower. 18 of 32 were done after week 18. This week, four teams' Super Bowl dreams end. Since we're one of the four games, since we're on a four-game streak, I think we got a shot, especially if we get the ball last. Since we have six come from behind wins this year, that's the thing, man. Being able to be resilient enough to win a game at the end—I mean, six walk-off wins, five on the foot of Daniel Carlson. I mean, honestly, you have to feel good about your chances. You might not come through every single time. But I'll tell you what, you've got to feel pretty sticking good about your chances if you get the ball late in the game and you're close enough to win it and you got that dude Carlson on the sideline because he makes things happen. Let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line real quick. Talk to our guy, Oklahoma Raider. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, Keith? How are you, brother? Man, bless. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, man, uh, I run a food truck. I've been in the food industry for a long time. I just uh, I heard the uh, Taco Bell conversation earlier. I uh, wanted to touch on that and then touch on a uh, football topic if I could. Love it. Speak freely. Uh, so, uh, man, okay, so Taco Bell got in trouble probably, it was, I don't know, five years ago saying that uh, somebody did some sort of study. Uh, they got in trouble and, like, their their uh, ground beef didn't have enough ground beef in it, and they got in trouble for it. And they're just like, oh, that's weird, right? Like, what are we, what are we eating then? Okay, uh, fast forward to today, they're serving chicken wings. I know inflation prices – uh, on chicken, uh, like Wingstop doesn't even serve wings anymore. They're on thighs because everything's so backordered. All of a sudden, they're serving wings for a third of the price. What are they selling? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Ask Damon. I don't know. That's All right, Oklahoma Raider. I, I, no, back to the Raiders. He's eating, he's eating pigeon. He's eating bat. Like, what is it? It's not chicken. I don't know. Anyways. They're okay. going to hate us now. So that's, that's my <laughs> only point I got. Love you, Damon. Thank you for actually, you know, taking my call. Uh, hopefully you do it next time too. Uh, but only uh, the football thing I wanted to touch on was uh, the progression of this entire season has been insane. Uh, I can't uh, just uh, starting out with Gruden and the Rugs thing, and uh, but just kind of how everything's happened and how we've kind of just uh, been uh, forging fire. I think uh, Derek Carr, uh, one of the Carr brothers, said that. Uh, but uh, if you look at this. Beginning of the season, the captains, uh, Incognito, uh, you know, and Gruden said he couldn't not let Incognito be a uh, captain because he couldn't talk to him or tell him in person or whatever. Like, okay, cool. And then fast forward to Gruden having to leave. And then, like, Incognito has been nowhere. Uh, And then kind of like what I mean, like where I'm going with this is, like whenever I think right before the hot streak, I think before the Dallas game, somebody pressed Carr 
And he's like, what you mean is Ole's doing a great job. And mm, yeah, he I remember totally, that. Yep. He totally took a side on it, and Ole didn't do a good job that game. Ole did a bad job. In my opinion, it, it wasn't impressive. Uh, but, you know, they kind of have to take their their uh, uh, their coaches back or whatever. I, I understand that. And move forward, and the play calling has gotten better. But as where I'm trying to go is, like, where Basaccia is and kind of, like, the play calling with Ole. Like, how do you see – the end of the season shaking out. I know people are talking about Basaccia potentially getting an extension, or uh, but I, I don't know, man. Like a, a lot of this, the or the uh, choices that they've made throughout the year and how things have actually shaken out. Uh, kind of like the incognito, he's supposed to be, you know, uh, in there and uh, fighting for him. Yeah, he's a scrappy guy, he's a Raider guy, but he hasn't touched the field um, and he's kind of taken up room. You know, uh, I, I I don't know, man, because we've gotten so far off off the decisions that we made uh, off Vitasia and, and what Groot got us to the table with. But uh, I just kind of want to see, like, what you think. Uh, because And, again, the front of, front of office stuff, nobody's really talked about that at all. Uh, like, the bigger picture, what the, what the next year is going to look like or how – and not necessarily what the next game, but, like, you know. Cause, I mean, this is a huge feat just making the playoffs. With- right, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, we got to take a, a quick break. I'll just say this. Um, there's not a lot of talk about next year because they're still playing this year. That's, that's been my, that's at least for me, that's been my thing. I'm not talking about next year because they're still this year. Uh, there's been bumps in the road that the Raiders have gone on this season. Obviously there's been games that we all look back at and say, man, how'd they lose that game? We know that. I think they know that they're very well aware of that. But right now, like you mentioned, it's huge that they're in the playoffs. They're absolutely in the playoffs. All the off season stuff will all work itself out in the off season. I have been firm on that. I'm not going to start now speculating on who, what, where, and why is going to be there next season. None of that even matters. All that matters is what happens on Saturday. And if they win, all that matters is what happens the following week. And if they win, all that matters is what happens the following week after that. I mean, it's just, it's just as simple as that. So that's why nobody, at least around here is talking about the off season. Cause that's not that. I mean, we've done that, right? We've been there, done that for years. Usually I'm talking about the offseason in November. We're talking about a playoff game. Playoffs. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. So that's that's why nobody's talking about that right now. So I understand that, you know, you I guess want to get a jump start on it. That's cool. But that's that's just that's that's the least of my concerns right now. We'll have plenty of I mean, look, this radio station is twenty four seven. Well, not twenty four seven, but you get what I'm saying. Three sixty five. It goes all year long. We have plenty of time to talk about offseason activities, but we'll talk about them in the offseason. Coming up next, uh, the interview I did this morning on SENZ Radio, the morning show, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Uh, You'll hear that conversation from New Zealand. It was a Friday show on a Thursday. We'll figure that out when we come back. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Going one hour longer today. Filling in for Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy in the huddle. Vinny's traveling to Cincinnati. The next time you hear him on the airwaves, he'll be live in Cincinnati. So instead of going to national radio or trying to find someone to come fill in at the last second, we just said, hey, you know what? We'll roll one more hour. That'll be no problem. We'll go till 5 o'clock. Then at 5 o'clock, we'll have the Raider hour. So you're going to get two hours of Raider content instead of getting some national radio. So we thought we'd do a service uh, to everyone listening to the Raiders, the radio here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So 
uh, that's what we're doing. So if anyone's wondering, like, why in the hell is Q still on and why has he not left the building already? As there's people walking around the building wondering why I'm still here in the building, saying, like, man, thought this dude was going to bounce. But anyway, we're still here. Wanted to bring you this interview I did this morning because I thought it was really cool. Uh, I was on the radio in New Zealand. I come on here all the time and say, man, we get requests. All of us, not just me. JT gets requests all the time. Vinny gets requests all the time. Clay gets requests all the time to talk Raiders all over the place. I mean, that's just people look and they look for an outlet that knows what they're talking about when it comes to Raiders, and they know it's us. So when I got the request yesterday, matter of fact, I was on the air yesterday afternoon. I got the request to come on this morning show in New Zealand. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. That's awesome. You know, so I said, whatever time it is here that you need me there, it's all good. So I did it this morning, and apparently it was like 7.30 Friday morning in New Zealand, but it was 10 o'clock Thursday morning here. So that's what it was. So here's the conversation I had. S-E-N-Z morning show, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Uh, this is a fun interview talking all things Raiders. Check it out. The wild card weekend. I'm so excited for this, and I'm very, very excited because your boy Q from Raider Nation Radio is on the line all the way down under at SCNZ here on SCNZ Summer Breakfast. Your boy Q, welcome. Hey, thank you for having me on the show, man. I'm excited. I can't wait to talk some Raiders in New Zealand. This is fantastic. Thanks yeah. for the invite. How good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah, 100%. Let's do it. All right. Your boy Q, is that actually, just get the formalities out of the way. Would you prefer us to call you by your name or is that your radio personality? I mean, you can call me whatever you want, man. We're all family, right? We're Raider Nation. It's all family. You can call me whatever you want. (laughs) Nice. Absolutely love it. Oh, geez, you sound super excited. Oh, yeah. Um, Look. Oh, yes, we're going again. I love it. Hey, mate, how good is this? Like, what a great story for Derek. 2016, he missed out on the playoffs when he when he led them through to the playoffs with the outstanding run. I think what they were 12 and three, and then he had that lower leg injury. What a great opportunity for him to come into the playoffs, and hopefully, hopefully we get past <laughs> we get past this first round and the Joe Burrow led Bengals. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's really a good story for Derek Carr. He's been in the league now eight years, and like you mentioned in 2016, a magical season for the Raiders. He just didn't have that opportunity. Uh, got hurt in that uh, Christmas Eve game against the Colts, and and now here he is. You know, he's able to punch his ticket in an epic game on Sunday night football uh, against the Chargers, against a division rival, and, and they punch their ticket to the playoffs. They have a four-game winning streak right now, and as he continues to tell us in the media every day the job is not done this is nice but this is not what you know this is not the end goal they have more in store so uh, it's going to be exciting man it's the very first playoff game for the postseason this year uh cannot wait to see how it all unfolds but uh, yeah Raiders and Bengals and, and Derek Carr has an opportunity to do something he hasn't done in his in his career yet which is playing the playoffs hey Q tell us about the um the adversity that Raiders and Raiders Nation have had to go through this year this it's been wow ups and downs to say the very least so the relief of making the playoffs what's it been like within the fan base well it's been incredible it's been really emotional this uh, year this has been something I've never seen before ever from any team let alone the Raiders a team that I've pulled for my whole life and it's just you know it's it's crazy just to see the ups and downs and you see what happens with coach Gruden and you think okay well maybe they can over come that and then they you know they lose their brother Henry Ruggs uh, off the team now after his tragedy that he had here in Las Vegas and you know it's just one of those situations where you think 
can they overcome this? And then they hit a lull where they lose five out of six games. And, and I thought, I'll tell you right now, I thought, okay, it's a done deal. You know, that this is just too much. It's too heavy. They're not going to be able to get through this season. They're going to play it out, get into the offseason, and try to press reset. And they closed the doors there at the facilities and said, this is not what we're going to do. We're going to block out all that outside noise, and we're going to go ahead and win these games and get into the playoffs. And that's exactly what they did uh, riding a four-game winning streak right now. It's pretty incredible, but I'll tell you, the fan base is juiced up from the Bay to L.A., all over the world, obviously, Las Vegas. Everyone's fired up about this opportunity for the Raiders coming up on Saturday. Yeah, since they closed the doors, I mean, Josh Jacobs has been absolutely outstanding. First part of the season um, Mm -hmm. compared to the last four games. Thirty, like his his form's been unbelievable. Like he's forced missed tackles the last four games, has almost gone past the previous season. So, uh, previous start of the season, twenty seven forced missed tackles yep. the last four games compared to thirty at the start of the season. Unbelievable form from Josh Jacobs. Yeah, he's playing some really good ball. And you know the thing about it is, early in the season, the Raiders were winning games because Derek Carr was throwing for three hundred yards and they were scoring thirty points a game. And now that's not the case. You know they can score seventeen points and find a way to win. That's a lot of credit to the defense. But it's also a lot of credit to Josh Jacobs being able to run the rock the way he is. Like you mentioned, forcing a lot of missed tackles in the last four games. It's getting back to vintage Josh Jacobs that we saw from him the first two seasons uh, he was in the league. And and like you mentioned earlier this year, it wasn't really that due to injury, due to the offensive line wasn't Mm. playing very well. There's a lot of reasons for it. But now it's coming together right at the right time. You know, you've got to be able to run the ball in the playoffs when it's cold and it's going to be cold on Saturday. You've got to be able to do that. And that's what they're doing right now. So Derek Carr doesn't have to be the hero. He doesn't have to uh, have a huge game and score 30 points. He can make the important throws like he did on Sunday night against the Chargers when they need it the most. But he has a whole team that's really coming through for him and, and helping him win these games. Yeah, we talk about defense. Um, Quinton Jefferson has been uh, on form on the pass pressure. Um, a little bit concerned that Darius Fillion's out as well, mm-hmm. or Fillon's out as well. Um, particularly on the run, blocking the run. Do you think Quinton's going to have to be able to stick, step up into that in alignment pole Yeah. Position? And no doubt about it. You know, it's funny that you always hear coaches say next man up, next man up, next man up. But the Raiders, it feels like they've been saying that all year. You know, the next man up for this, next man up for that. And somehow they're able to, to get it done. And, and Phylon going down is a big deal. It really is. He had a heck of a game on Sunday. He's been playing some good ball. But Jefferson's playing well. He had a sack on Sunday. Uh, you got to see Hankins out there. Uh, hopefully he's been dealing with a back injury. But hopefully he's able to go on Saturday. Uh, they're going to have to slow down the run. Joe Mixon is a, is a salty little runner, man. He can make things happen. The First time the Raiders played the Bengals this season, late in the game, he was really able to get off. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be something that they're going to have to do. They've got to be able to get that interior push, not just to stop the run, but also to harass Joe Burrow because, man, if he gets back there and gets comfortable, he could pick you apart. And he's got some weapons, a lot of weapons uh, to receive the ball. So you've got to be able to get pressure. Max Crosby and Gakwe and somebody from the interior is going to have to really go to work on Saturday. Yeah, you're right. They are particularly Jamar Chase, and then yeah. Higgins has been outstanding as well. That's what that's my concern. Is uh, you, I, you're just getting out my all my insecurities. You sound like a super positive man. I, I'm just airing my concerns. <laughs> um, Brandon Fison hasn't been great this year in terms of stopping the pass. Right. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned uh, in those positions being able to stop Joe Burrow's and his wide receivers. Right, exactly. That's the thing. You know, and Gus Bradley's going to run the cover three scheme. The goal is not to get beat deep, but 
the Bengals are more than just going deep. The Bengals also could throw a little quick out to Jamar Chase, and he could take it to the house. I mean, that's just – he's that stinking good. So the Raiders, they're going to have to be able to to tackle in space. You know, so Faison, he, he has moments where he's good. He has moments where he struggles. So he's going to have to really be on his A game. Casey Hayward's going to have to continue to play at a Pro Bowl level like he's been doing all season long. Uh, Nate Hobbs is going to be needed to, to go out there and play well. I mean, there's a lot of guys. It's going to have to be a full uh, you know effort from the team defense. And, and again, I think it starts up front. If they can get pressure on Joe Burrow and harass him, him uncomfortable it makes everyone else on that back end that much better so uh, again my biggest keys to the game is really looking at the trenches and seeing what the Raiders defensive line is able to do mate you've got Mitch who's right now wearing a Raiders hat he's so fired up he's, <laughs> let's go like gonna... hit the horn yeah. hit the horn hey you let's Go. Let's hey, um, go. <laughs> yes, brother. Love it. Talk to me about like the, the identity of this franchise now that they've moved from Oakland to Las Vegas. Is the same spirit of the team existed or is there a slight new tinge to it? Well, it's a, it's a little bit different. Every, everything's going to change when you make moves. You know, I mean, of course, the fan base is still passionate as ever. I say that the most passionate fan base uh, in sports in general. I know there's some teams and, 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 you know, fan bases across the country that will argue with me. But I think Raider Nation is, is second to none. Uh, I'll say being in Vegas and, and experience in Oakland, experience in L.A., I know that there's a little bit different as far as the, the way that people cheer at the stadium, the way that they tailgate outside. But Las Vegas is embracing the Raiders in a major way. And that game on Sunday night was such a great example of what it can be. You know, this is, remember, the first year that there's fans at Allegiant Stadium. So they didn't have it in 2020. So nobody got to experience a Raiders home game. This year is all new. The very first game of the season was against the Baltimore Ravens. That was Monday Night Football. That was a lot of fun. But what we saw and what we witnessed on Sunday night to close out the season is incredible. It was loud. It was a heck of a show. I mean, you had Lil John performing. I mean, that's the one thing about Vegas. I'll say this. There's always a show going on at the stadium. I mean, they'll, they'll, you'll go for the football game, but you'll also see Too Short and Ice Cube perform, or you'll see Lil John perform, or you'll see Carlos Santana perform. So, somebody's going to perform at halftime. <laughs> Ludicrous. I mean, it's... It's fun. So it's it's a real fun atmosphere like you would think Las Vegas would be. It is an absolute show town. So, yeah, it's not the same exact vibe, but it's still a fun vibe. Just because it's not the exact same doesn't mean it's not good. So it's, it's definitely good, and, and it's a lot of fun here in Las Vegas. That's awesome. That's so cool to hear. Luda. Luda. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, boy. Hey, um, just let's get quickly skim through some other games because we're going to put on a, a big parlay, as you'd call it. Okay, um, okay. Just, we're, we're just going to put on a parlay with the wild card round, try and hack it all. But I don't know how we're going to go. Bill's Patriots. Like, Ooh. is this – could? Could this be a Bill Belichick special or is Josh Allen just in a, in a place now where it's going to take something pretty special from the Patriots to roll them at home? Well, I'll tell you, I'll never count Bill Belichick out. I mean, he's just that stinking good. I think the Bills are the better team and, and I would go with the Bills in this game because Mac Jones is a rookie at the quarterback position for New England. But again, they have the Belichick factor. So this is going to be a tight one, man. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to escape with a victory. I say escape because I do think it's going to be really close. But uh, again, don't count out Bill 
Bill Belichick. It's hard to place money on uh, on anything that Bill Belichick's involved in because, man, he has a chance to win every single time. He's that stinking good. Yeah, as long as it, particularly if it goes close. I know Josh yeah. Allen was saying that um, he's expecting a twelve round dinger, and I was saying, man, that's probably not the right mentality. The Bills have blown everyone out all season, so they've got to go out hard and get a good lead early. Otherwise, as soon as it gets close, like you say, that Bill Belichick factor comes into even more contention, doesn't it? Um, yeah. For sure, for Moving sure. On to, on to the on to the Rams. Uh Rams versus Cardinals. This is gonna be a good one, man. This is the NFC West uh battle right here. Uh the Rams are gonna be hosting the Cardinals. Uh I don't really trust Cliff Kingsbury as the Cardinals head coach. I don't trust him to make the right decisions, <laughs> but I also don't really trust Matt Stafford not to turn the ball over for the Rams. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> it's like pick your better evil. Which one's gonna cost you less? You know, is it gonna be Kingsbury or is it gonna be Stafford? Uh I, I haven't been a big believer in Stafford all year, so I'm gonna roll the dice in this one and say that the Cardinals find a way to get it done. I just like Kyler Murray as the quarterback more than I like Matt Stafford. So in this case, you just roll with the quarterback you like. I'm going to roll with Murray and the Cardinals. Love that. I love that logic. If there was to be an upset, could it be America's team going down? Yes. Everyone would love to see it, wouldn't it? <laughs> are, the 49ers, are the 49ers a chance to, to do what the 49ers can do from time to time and pull one out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is actually one of the games I'm really paying attention to this weekend because I do think the 49ers are going to win this one straight up. As much as the Cowboys have played well this season, this takes me back to the old, you know, the 90s when it was always the Niners and the Cowboys battling to see who's going to go to the Super Bowl or whatever. It's just, it feels like an old school matchup, and I, I don't think that the Cowboys have the have the chops to get it done. I, I just think San Francisco is a really tough a physical team, and they're going to give that, put that physicality on the Cowboys, and and they're going to experience something that they're not ready for. So yeah, I got San Francisco winning this game and upsetting the Cowboys. Steelers Chiefs, Big Ben last game, you reckon? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know he'll he'll ride it out. He'll uh, he'll sit out five years, and then he'll go to the Hall of Fame. But uh, yeah, I think it's a wrap on Big Ben's career, no doubt about it. That's a simple one. And uh, Tom Brady against with the Bucks against the Eagles. I mean, the Bucks have just. Talk about drama. I mean, not quite Raiders drama, but right. pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, uh, although saying that, can the can the Eagles stop the Brady juggernaut? I mean, I don't think so. I really don't. I think Tampa Bay, led by Tom Brady, is gonna is gonna be good enough to get past the Eagles. I, I just don't trust the Eagles have enough weapons and consistency. And I like Jalen Hurts a lot, but I don't think he's ready to take that next step just yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that situation that's going on in Tampa Bay with Antonio Brown being the guy that he is and, and, and being the distraction that he is. And obviously the Raiders know it. Uh, the Steelers know it. The Patriots know it. I mean, multiple teams know about who Antonio Brown is. Uh, I think that they'll still be able to overcome that, at least in this game against Philadelphia. But, I mean, doesn't everyone – you know, get in the middle of their job and take off their shirt and throw it into their to the crowd and run off. I mean, don't we all don't we all leave work like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good job. Yeah, you'd have to hope you don't have HR. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, look, I guess the most important game of the weekend. Who you got? Raiders, Bengals. Oh man, you know I haven't even made that decision yet on the radio, but I'm gonna do it with you guys first because you made me my, uh, a guest on the show today, and I'm so excited. I'm gonna roll with the Raiders. I, I don't know how they're gonna get it done. There it is. I just wanted yeah. to hear the horn. There it is. I, I, uh, I've been picking the Raiders to win by three lately because I just feel like that that's what they're doing. They're finding ways to win. Uh, but this is going to be a tough one. So uh, in Cincinnati, in the cold, I'm not sure how they're going to get it done, but I'm gonna, I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. So I'm going to roll with that magic number three. I'm going to say that the Raiders win 17-14, and we're talking about uh, them moving on to the second round. coming. 
Your boy Q, our boy Q. That is <laughs> that is so good, man. If anyone wants to find you or listen to you or, or follow your Twitter, where, where can they get you? Yeah, Twitter, man. That's like my GPS, at your boy Q254. It's real easy to find me, and I, I tweet out the show, Raider Nation Radio 920, our guest that we have every single day. And, uh, yeah, man, anytime you want to reach out to me, just hit up Twitter, just uh, just like you guys did, man, and I'm always try- I'm always responding. So at your boy Q254, and I'm, I'm so happy to be on the show with you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Beauty, love that, it. It was great. That was awesome. Let's I was just giving a nice little go. follow on Twitter. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Your boy Q. There it was right there. That was the conversation from this morning. S-E-N-Z morning show, Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I really had a lot of fun. And uh, there, hey, man, I told you at the beginning of the show that they might have you top with the horn, man. The horn is, is that's good stuff. That's good stuff, man. All right. That I'm- was on demand, man. That was on demand. I know you got to drop a bomb on him. I know you got the. I know you got that, but more horns. You got horns, all right? I mean, I'm just saying. You want some horns? If that's what I'm hearing. I just think it was pretty. I reckon I can. <laughs> I can get some horns. <laughs> okay, master sir. Yes, sir. We can. <laughs> okay, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> all right. Good. Only got one black coach. Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, see how you are getting everything started. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Oh man, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> really good stuff. But that's a yeah, man. We got about four minutes left in today's show. I told you about the events that we have going on at the M Resort coming up on Saturday. I don't want you to forget that Clay Baker from the Morning Tailgate. He's also going to have an event going on on Saturday, starting about one o'clock at Rocky's Bar. It's a uh, Rocky's Bar and Grill on Maryland Parkway, uh, right here in Las Vegas. You cannot miss it. Uh, there's going to be food and drink specials. Uh, you show up in your Raider jersey, you're going to get your first draft beer, courtesy of the house. So go in there. Rocky's Bar and Grill is going to get you hooked up with your first draft beer. All you got to do is show up in your Raiders jersey and. Raider Nation, we know you got a ton of those. No, you got a ton of jerseys. I don't know how many I got hanging in my closet right now. Uh, I refuse to buy any more, though, after uh, after the Khalil Mack situation. I never bought another jersey again. Oh, so that's the, that's the newest one you bought? That was the last one I bought. Yeah, I actually sold it. Uh, sold it? Yeah. I don't have it. He's not on the team. So I uh, I sold that at um, at our garage sale when we moved from Texas to, to here. How much uh, sell it for? The uh, I don't know. Something wife just sold it all. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't even there for the 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 um the garage sale. I was already driving here. I was headed from Texas to here. But um yeah, we sold like everything. Like everything that we had, we didn't want to pack. We just sold. We sold everything. We came here with the the minimum. When he goes to Ken, you're gonna wish you still had that jersey. I mean, gonna be like, man, I had a Khalil Mack jersey. Not really. I don't. I mean, when's the last time you saw me wear a jersey? Never. I've never seen you wear a jersey. Exactly. Exactly. After that, I never really wore a jersey. I have a custom jersey that someone bought for me. Actually, a, a great group of people bought it. And it says your boy Q on the back. It's 24, my favorite number. So that one's a good one. Uh, and then I was also given a Josh Jacobs jersey that I have. I do own it, but I didn't buy it. So someone oh, gave okay, it to me. Okay. So you got, you got a current player. Yeah, of course. Of course. But I'm, I just don't buy jerseys anymore because, well, players come and go so quickly that you just can't, you can't trust it. Be gone. I mean, speaking of Jersey, you see John Morant didn't give uh, that kid a high five. No, I missed that. You, I oh, missed you didn't it. see that? No. Also, it's like you know, it's like they playing the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They beat them. Yeah, I saw that. And then a kid like in like so you got some kids and like some Steph Curry, they getting swept up in the moment. Mm-hmm. Hey, John, he's man. Don't get your hand on my face. Uh, he even said it after the game. He was just like, "I'll give me the give me the kids' information and I'll send them a Grizzlies jerseys." So the Grizzlies for the next home game that they're doing a little buyback program. If any kid, I don't know the age limit on this. It's just like a little turn in your the team jersey of whatever team that you are supporting, and you can. Get-
John Moran jersey. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. I'm not I'm not mad at them. Ten in a row. All right. Well, yeah. They, they, are you a Grizzly fan, too? Oh, yeah. Let's you, win. You don't be following me on Twitter? I do, but I don't ever hear you talking about the Grizzlies. I'm retweeting up a storm. Well, how how is that now, or did how how long have you been pumping up the Grizzlies ever since they've been on a win streak? Since the grit and grind. Days. I haven't heard you mention the, the Grizzlies one time on this show. We've been doing the show since July. I haven't heard you one time after, mention the since Grizzlies. Since the days after every home win, all I do is win, 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 no matter what we we'll play oh, again. Man. I've never heard on, you on this back. show mention the Grizzlies one time. Zebo, where I'm from, bullies get bullied. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's you can know every catchphrase you want. That's cute. Been with that's the team great. Since day one, I know a lot of DJ Khaled songs. Don't mean I'm a rapper or a DJ. I mean that's Come fine. On, man. You know what I mean? Like been I just, rocking with the team since way back. I'm when. just asking. Since never, it was the pyramid. I just want to know. What was that? Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, see, you out there. I don't know, man. I don't trust I don't, you. You sound like one of those that are catching catching fire when they catch fire, if you know what I mean. Just saying. P Dog hit me on Twitter. Have you heard anything about the Raiders picking up Isaiah Bugs from the Steelers? I haven't heard it brought up on all at all on Raider Nation Radio. Yeah, he, they did. That was the other day. We mentioned it the other day that uh, he's on the practice squad. So yeah, they they picked him up. Uh, shout out to P Dog. Uh, Bill hit me up on Twitter. Oh Lord, that interview from New Zealand was over the top. Great. Didn't know Raider fans were in New Zealand. Absolutely. Yeah, they are. Shout out to my man, Bill. Appreciate you. Josh Fargo Raider said, we're worldwide, my guy. That's right. Like Pitbull. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. We got the Raider Hour coming up next, 5 to 6 p.m., closing you out today. We'll be back here tomorrow with the morning tailgate starting at 7 a.m. on Raider Nation Radio 920.